In this week's episode, we're still knee-deep in Disney news as we bring you part two of our huge D23 Expo coverage. This time, it's the visual media that spans from the big screen to the small. Disney Plus announcements from the expected to the downright shocking will get you excited to fork over your hard-earned dollars. Some already have! Star Wars brings down the house with The Mandalorian, and Marvel never fails to amaze with reveals coming from multiple panels. Also, DuckTales returns, TSA the whole story... Oogie Boogie Bash update and more on this wildest episode of the Mousebar Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Star Wars, Disney, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Hardy Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? made you look happy birthday whose birthday this time the wild is right in the wilderness whoa yeah i don't remember this music i don't remember it either but this is the video that they posted for the 40th anniversary of big thunder mountain Railroad. It's 40 already? 40 years yesterday. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Uh, there was a, uh article uh, that I read that I thought was very interesting about uh, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And uh, it's that they pointed out that uh, of all of the, uh, the big e-ticket rides, it's the only one that hasn't changed. When you think about it. Okay. Uh, I mean, with the exception of maybe like Matterhorn. Uh, but let me rephrase that. It hasn't changed to match some sort of property. Or hasn't, oh, does it, hasn't attached its... Mountain changed for Star Wars. Right. It's, it's changed for Star Wars. The Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. Even, uh, as they pointed out, even Matterhorn is based on a movie. Uh, First Man on the Mountain, the Disney movie that was uh, that inspired Walt to build Matterhorn. Uh, so they pointed out that in the 40 years of Big Thunder Mountain, other than a few facelifts, there hasn't really been any changes to it. It's essentially the same ride it was the day it opened uh, 40 years ago. But it is a little different now because uh, like back in the day, you would go up the lift, you know, as you're... Yeah, every lift did the same thing, I believe. You go off the lift, and then they, it kind of like, it feels like you you go back, and right. it's going up again. You don't even feel that anymore. Right. It was pretty cool. And then, like, uh, on the, after the very first turn, when you come up, 
you used to do this big old hump thing and kind of like hurt right. yourself. They they fixed that part. Yeah, and of course the biggest change is to the final to the to the dynamite room. I mean that is the that's the probably the biggest change that's been made. Uh, all of those changes were just you know a lot of then a lot of cosmetic changes that they did while the ride was closed after the uh, the accident. Right. But uh, I mean, but yeah. So I mean, for the most part, uh, you know, if you went on it forty years ago and you went on it now, it, it would seem pretty much, you know, the same to you. But uh, yeah, it's a long, it's a long history ride. Uh, obviously, it has a history before that as uh, other rides, but uh, that it kind of owes to. But uh, I think it's interesting because uh, you know the Big Thunder Mountain is one that uh, even dating back all the way to the '90s, and I'm sure you remember, was uh, one that was rumored to to uh, be replaced by a bigger ride. Uh, I don't know if you remember the uh, the volcano ride that was rumored to go in uh, where Big Thunder Mountain and extend like into where Galaxy's Edge is now. Uh, it was going to be a uh, one of those uh, combo water roller coaster combos. It was supposed to be like a first of its kind, and then they just kind of forgot about it. Do you remember that? I think uh, it's kind of uh, sounds familiar. I think yeah, like you for- were supposed to be like you were going into a volcano. And it was going to be a combination of a roller coaster, and then the where it could also go into the water. But then you also were on a roller coaster. It was going to be like, uh, I think uh, Manta Ray. I think at SeaWorld or something. Later on was the actual the actual first of those kind of rides. Interesting. But, uh, Disney had the plans for one of those kind of rides like back in the '90s or when I first heard about it. So. But yeah, that never happened, and obviously uh, Big Thunder Mountain has managed to live through uh, lots of changes over to that area, including uh, managing not to be axed, despite what people thought when uh, Galaxy's Edge was announced of where it was going, and people thought, oh no, you're better not get rid of Big Thunder Mountain. (laughs) Damn rednecks, you know? (laughs) Speaking of rednecks, no, I don't know. I actually, uh, uh, I was there on Saturday, and... uh, I uh, went on Thunder Mountain because um, it was like only like 25 minutes or something, which actually it really wasn't because it went really quickly. Basically, it was just like <clears throat> walking the the line, and then you got up there and uh, you got on a you know your number. So it wasn't really it didn't take that long, and the line wasn't even long. It wasn't uh, like you used to go all the way in the back. And I know you haven't been there in a while. They've changed that line. It's really different now. Oh. So when you go there, you're like, oh, this is different. <laughs> so, but basically, it was just. You, you told me a long time ago they got rid of the water fountain, right? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. So it was it just a quick little line, and we got in real quick, so it was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so I uh, rode it on Saturday. I said, "Yeehaw!" Uh, also, real quick, just a couple other uh, non-Disney-related birthdays that, but are connected. Uh, the uh, Kina Reeves' birthday. Oh, I saw something about that. As well as the 20th anniversary of The Matrix. Oh. Uh, we actually went and saw The Matrix in Dolby on Was yesterday. that Thomas? Uh, no. Not Thomas, Dolby? Okay. Uh, in Dolby, they had a special showings of it at AMC and the, 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 the loud Dolby the- theaters. 
and uh, it was actually pretty amazing. And I came to the realization that I've never seen the beginning of the movie because I didn't remember any of like the first 10 minutes of the movie up until the point where he's in his office and the agents are coming for him. And everything before that, I don't remember any of it. Now, uh, that's funny that you said that because uh, I was watching a movie this weekend that was on uh, TBS and um, I was like, I don't remember the beginning of this movie. And you're going to probably get mad at me for telling you uh, when I tell you what movie it was. It was Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. You know how I knew what you were going to say it was a Star Wars movie? Because <coughs> I knew that they were showing the Star Wars movies because uh, I forget what day it was. Her and I were flipping back and forth because uh, they had uh, Revenge of the Sith on TBS regular and then Attack of the Clones was on the TBS W, the West oh, Coast, okay. on DirecTV. So we were flipping back and forth. Unfortunately, they were both going to the commercial almost exactly the same time. Of course, of so course. I was like, this is dumb. So I don't yeah, like commercials. I was like, how come I don't remember this? That's like the best part of the movie, too. The beginning, like, the space battle. It's like one of the best space battles in all of Star Wars. I was like, I don't remember this. What? What is wrong? I've, I've seen this movie over and over and over. And I'm sure you saw it in the theater. Yeah, I've seen. I saw it in the theater, but <laughs> you I don't, don't remember the, I didn't the space re- battle. I don't. Re- I did not remember the beginning. I was like, "What is wrong?" I'm like, "I don't know." I thought it was weird because I've seen that movie so many times. But well, I know for sure that the, that I must not have seen the beginning of the Matrix because I just don't remember any of that stuff that happens at the beginning. I've seen it a long time ago. I don't remember the beginning either. So. All I have to say is that I, I was very, very impressed with the uh, the print that they had. Uh, it, was, it looked really good. It sounded really amazing. And uh, a lot of people have a lot of bad memories of The Matrix because of the second and third movie. I would recommend that if, I don't know how long it's playing, but uh, if you are a fan of the movies or the movie, you should go because it, it was really good. And uh, that movie really holds up, actually, uh, that movie. Right, right. Really holds up, and uh, it's really, really, especially the end is just so amazing. And yeah, so that's all. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars. Oh yeah, so uh, the 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 uh, the the drama of the bottles has been resolved, but come to find out, there was no really shouldn't have been any drama to begin with. So let me start at the beginning. Hey, when you get to the end, stop. Okay. Uh, back on August 13th at, uh, this all started on Twitter from a person who dubs themselves Mickey from the UK. And they tweeted at 3.28 a.m. on August 13th to at, to ask TSA, which is the official ask, uh, Twitter of, uh, the transportation safety, uh, administration authority whatever the hell they are uh commies uh they said and i quote with a picture with this picture the exact the the original uh reveal photo of the four bot the three soda bottles plus the water bottle uh included with that photo uh what they had to have either known was going to start shit and they did it on purpose or they're just stupid it could only be one of those two things. And I quote, I know these look dodgy. Yes, they use the word dodgy. I know these look dodgy, but can they be packed in suitcase? Thanks. 
Now, immediately when you say something's going to look dodgy. Now, I find it interesting that they never used the word uh, thermal detonator in the tweet. Uh, so that means that uh, the T- Ask TSA uh, social media person must have known what they were, and they must have also known what they were supposedly supposed to be replicas of, because as I will reiterate from my point from last week, if they if Disney never would have said it looked like a thermal detonator, they wouldn't there wouldn't have still still despite what the actual origins of this whole issue was, it still wouldn't have been a problem if Disney never would have said they look like thermal detonators. Anyways, so the uh, Ask TSA social media person replied, "Thanks for asking. Replica and inert explosives aren't allowed in either carry on or checked bags." Now I will re- reiterate that that was basically where it was left. Uh, people did go on and ask other things later after all of the news blew up. But that's where it was left. So they never said you couldn't bring it on. They never said those particular things. They just said that replica and inert explosives aren't allowed in either carry-on or checked bags. Now, I don't know if that person just didn't know what those things were or they knew exactly what they were and they knew what they were supposed to be rep- replic- replicating. But... Uh, I think they were just being lazy, and they just gave a really generic canned answer, basically. So uh, that little small exchange between a person from Europe, supposedly, or the UK, supposedly, Mickey, or whoever the hell he is, uh, between him and the Ask TSA social media person is basically what led to a whole entire firestorm cluster F of... Uh, everything that happened basically uh, with them being accused of banning these. So they never technically banned them. So then what basically went on after that was just constantly basically a barrage of people asking them why they've been banned, to which basically their answer to every single person was, while we continue to review this issue, TSA officers will maintain the discretion to prohibit any item through the screening checkpoint if they believe it poses a security threat. They basically gave everybody that same answer. Uh, There's only a couple uh, exceptions where they actually uh, referred to it as a replica, and when people prodded them over and over about a replica of what, they never answered. And they just changed the subject back to the, while well, we continue to review the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so basically, they just kept saying that they were reviewing it, and it was up to t- actual TSA agents at the airports, who presumably, if they never even if they never heard about what was going on, they would have probably just kept letting it go through as they had been, probably ever since our Galaxy's Edge opened. If they had heard about the, uh, about the controversy... And the you know the whole banning thing and the review process and everything, then they'd be like, <gasps> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I guess you can't take it because they said so. Uh, basically, if anything, the ban was caused by the media, whoever it was that first reported this as a thing. Uh, I can't specifically blame the OC Register, but they are the very first person I saw a report on it. So. Uh, from what everything I could tell, it, it all came from the OC register, and they're the ones to blame about how this all got blown out of proportion. Uh, so basically, this whole time they were never really banned. 
So then when the uh, when they announced that they were unbanning them because they had finally finished their review, as they promised that they were doing, they finished the review and found that there was no danger. But if you obviously, if you have it with liquid in it, it needs to, it can go into a checked bag. But if you have it empty, it could still go into a carry-on bag, as always, it could, as it could before. So they just specified that if you do have one that has still has soda in it or whatever, it had, needs to go into a checked bag. But if it's empty, you can continue to have it on a carry-on. Uh, basically, they've established that it does not look like explosives, as opposed to the person who asked about some cologne that literally looks like it comes in a freaking black hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So anyways, you may have seen or you may have not seen the reports that TSA has announced that they're not banned anymore, as I said. Uh, But also, as I said, they were never really banned. They were just depending on who you got. But now you can feel free to do what you want with them as long as you, as I said, if they have liquid, put them in your checked bag. That's all. So, Well, speaking of uh, TSA. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about any of that. It's just, yeah. So, like I said, I went to the park on Saturday, and I got there probably about 6 o'clock, and it was uh, pretty uh, busy getting in from Harborside. Uh, the security checkpoint, the lines were very, very long, and they happened to have the no backpack line open. So I said, hey, Miles, let's go this way. So we're walking over there. And Miles is uh, he already like he already went through the the um, metal detector and everything, and I got stopped by security. And the reason I got stopped was well, first of all, I was trying to be prepared, and I had my phone, my wallet, my keys, I had my charger, the cord, all out, so I can just you know go through it, you know, and have you know have it already. But I also had my meter for my blood out too. I had it and it has a little case. Well, since it's in a little case, he said I had to go and wait in that line. I was like, well, why do I have to wait in the line when I've always came to this line and I just open it and they look and then they let me through. He says, well, I'm not allowed to look at that right now. I said, well, I'm not talking about you. Every time I go into that line, right when you put your stuff into the little plate, I I always have it open and they look and they say, okay, so he was being an ass, and he made me go and wait in the big old line, right? Whatever. So then my, I'm like, I already told him. I said, well, you know, you know, Miles already went in there, and he didn't. He could care less that a 12 year old already walked in, and now it was like, oh, where is he at? So I wait in line, and uh, when I get up to uh, my turn to for security, the security officer, the, uh, officer there says. Uh, you know that there's a non-bag line over there, right? I said, well, the idiot officer over there told me I had to come because I had this little case. And I go, I don't understand why when I, you know, I explain the same thing. She goes, she goes, well, I would have let you go through that line. And I, and I was like, you know what? I could have literally opened it up and just threw my meter in there, my insulin, my needles in the little plate. And um, what would they have said? You, I, they have to check it. So it pissed me off. I'm like, I don't understand why uh, that guy was acting like that. 
And then while I was in line, I saw that he left and another guard came. I was thinking I was so going to go over there and just get in. But I waited in that line. But I thought that was really dirty, you know, because even the other one said you could have went to the other line. And I'm like, just because I had a little case, they wanted to check it. And you know what? They don't even check it. They just look in there and they go, okay. Because I, I, I don't even open it up all the way because I don't want the needles to fall out. So I open it up a little and they go, okay. So, yeah, uh, that, that really pissed me off. That was, that was wrong. I don't even think they're supposed to be doing that. I don't think so either. You know, that's why I had everything in my hand ready to go. And, um, yeah, he was being an ass about that. Asshole. So, anyway, other than that stupid-ass uh, security dude, uh, went to the parks, and, uh, hey, uh, on that Saturday was the 80th anniversary of Marvel. And uh, I actually, I was really surprised that I got there in time to get a 80 years Marvel button that they were giving out at DCA. Now, I saw it earlier in the day that so I only saw one post about it. And I was really um, surprised that not a lot of people posted about the button. And I, I looked everywhere. And I, I only saw that one post. Maybe people are getting tired of posting crap. I don't know. I, I was like surprised because usually when they're giving out stuff like that, about three o'clock is when they run out because everyone knows about it and they get to the parks and you know they had don't i mean last time what movie was it that we were talking about that they didn't have a button oh i don't even remember right now was it uh oh lion king oh okay they didn't give it a button for lion king right no yeah so i mean maybe people weren't really expecting it because they hadn't given out buttons the last couple times when they thought there should be buttons but i don't know yeah, so uh, I was, like I said, I got there at 6 o'clock. By the time we got into the parks, you know, I, was, I wasn't expecting any buttons or anything. But I always uh, look and see some of the, you know, when you enter the park, some of them already ran out and the other ones have them on the other side or something. So I, I just looked uh, across before we picked a line and I saw they, they all had the little uh, bins there so you can but- or grab a button. So, so I grabbed my button. And uh, I got one for Anthony over here. Thanks, man. You're welcome. So, uh, yeah, 80 years of Marvel. Marvel button was pretty cool to get that button. Uh, real quick, uh, over in Hollywood land, they've been doing some construction over there next to Award Wieners. And I've, I've taken pictures of it because they had a wall right there. And I took pictures of it. I just never posted it because I was like, I don't know what's going on. I just really didn't you know, feel a need to post it. And until uh, I saw that, hey, they uh, put a new marquee up there for the Sunset Showcase Theater, and of course, on the you know on, on the marquee is um, the uh, Mickey's Philharmonic on there. So it's a new entrance, basically, uh, right there where you used to enter to go sit down and eat your hot dog. Now that's a big in- that's the entrance to go into uh, the theater. Basically, they switched <laughs> places. Yes, they switched places because uh, that entrance now is all railed off. So you can't even go into uh, find a seat if you try to do that because they put a rail there. Uh, they put a big old red carpet like you're going into the theater and everything. And, yeah, over there where you entered, uh, they still have the big old sign up there. But now they moved all the chairs and tables over there for you to sit. So now you have to, when you grab your hot dog, you have to go around the corner to get a seat. So, I mean, it's a little bit more inconvenient for people who want to go sit down. But it's super more convenient for getting into the uh, the theater. 
Uh, it makes much more sense. Uh, it definitely indicates that uh, Philhar magic is going to be there for a while because uh, it seems very, very permanent. And uh, well, the, it would be dumb to well, do that and not have it stay that way for a while. Forever. Yeah, yeah. But the sign is a digital sign, so it could, you know, it could be e- easily replaced. But, I mean, I think it makes sense, uh, this marquee, because it's now on Hollywood Boulevard, you know, just like the Disney Juniors, or what's it called, Disney Theater. <laughs> that one's on Hollywood Boulevard. You go down the street, you have the Hyperion Theater. So it, right. does, it does make sense, and now it does tie in instead of having exactly. the interest in the back lot. So I think it's pretty cool. It looks really nice. And, uh, yeah, I saw that, so I took a, we posted that picture up on Friday, I believe. Um, yeah, it looks really nice. So you guys go check that out. And also while we were there, uh, we were over on, uh, Pixar pier and, um, that, uh, Pixar band was about to play. They were getting ready. I forgot what it's called the Pixar, uh, feel Heart magic band or whatever it's called. They were getting ready to play. And, um, we also heard that, uh, they're going to get ready to leave. They're being canned. Yeah, apparently uh, to go along with everything else, uh, including the uh, the trolley boys and the uh, the scaling back of the uh, tail, the only the one tail. I don't even know if they even have that tail anymore. I think the tail is I over. I think the tail is gone. It was over Saturday or Sunday. I just mean when it was going on, they had scaled back some of the performers in the Lion King show, right? And uh, to just go along with that and some other things that have happened. Uh, yeah, now we have two more reports of uh shows that are uh as they say being brought to an end their runs are being brought to an end uh the wording of uh disney people to uh the uh new to the news uh says makes it sound like oh well they could be brought back later uh in the in the case of the uh the pixar uh the pixar what's it called i forgot what it's called uh pixar uh, the Pixar Monic Orchestra. Oh, that's right. Uh, I would hope that they would bring them back at some point, since they built a freaking place specifically for them. Sorry. Now, I mean, but you let's know, just back it up real quick. Backing that, it up. Uh, Beep. This band debuted during Pixar Fest, and they were over there playing over there in uh, in the Paradise Garden gazebo. So that's where this band started. And then as soon as Pixar Pier opened, they moved them over there, which, of course, made sense. And, yeah, they did build that little spot for them because it was supposed to be a theater. It was supposed to be something like on Main Street when you go and see some Pixar Yeah, that's right. Movies. The original concept right. you had said was supposed to be an actual theater. Right. And then just like, uh, just like Galaxy's Edge, ideas got uh, nixed, and they basically ended up with just a... Uh, what I don't know what you call it. What do you call that? Uh, I forget what it's called. The place where they have it, uh, like I said, was built specifically for them. Uh, it's one of those, you know, those things where you know, or like an orchestra would be in. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, uh, also along with them, the uh, Laughing Stock Company, which is the uh, the uh, comedic uh, show that they have over at the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, of course, uh, second in a line of things that have been nixed from there, along with uh, uh, what was it? Uh, that other that the fiddler guy or the oh yeah um, that other act that got canned from the uh, Golden Horseshoe. 
few months ago, right? Um, the fiddler guy. Or? No, he uh, he retired. Oh, he retired. Yeah, he retired. He was playing on the over there by the Burkertal. Right. And uh, he retired in May, I believe. Wasn't there another uh, Golden Horseshoe group that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that was yeah that was a while back. I keep wanting to say Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, but that's yeah that a long was time ago. Yeah, that one got canceled too, and they <laughs> moved to Knott's Berry Farm, and he changed right. his name to Kirk. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just shows keep getting... Kirk and the Hillbillies? It's Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies. Oh, crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies. Yes. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, basically, both of those are scheduled to end their current runs, as they said, on September 15th. So, a uh, week from Sunday. A week from this coming Sunday. So, you have another, basically, week and less than a week and a half uh, if you want to go see either of those shows. Uh, they will be over, and uh, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, it just goes along with, uh, we didn't really talk about it much, but uh, there was an article that came out, and it talked about, and I referred to it a lot last week, about how uh, it was reported that, uh, that uh, what's his name? Bob? No. Not Bob. Uh Oh, is his name Bob too? I thought about Chopek. Yeah, Chopek. Uh, yeah, his Bob too. Uh, that Bob Chopek had, uh, you know, basically cut all of the uh, things from Galaxy's Edge that were promised to us. All of the immersiveness, all of the shows, basically anything that was going to be entertainment. The the uh, whole original idea was to staff all of Galaxy's Edge with entertainment people, so that way all of Galaxy's Edge was one big show, which is. What I had even speculated on from the very beginning, I said, so are you telling me that they're going to have entertainment people doing merchandise, entertainment people doing food service? That was the plan, apparently. And uh, it also, the they're supposed to have these, they were supposed to be like professional actors right. who were going to uh, help you build the lightsaber. Oh, right, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the lightsaber, uh, the Savi's Workshop, and I think the uh, was not maybe not the droid, but definitely the Savi's workshop uh, was meant to be more of a theatrical production, uh, probably more in the vein of what I had even said at the time of like the the uh, Harry Potter wand thing. Oh right, right. Uh, where that's definitely an entertainment person doing that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, definitely uh, there was the the right now basically there's zero entertainment people <laughs> uh, unless I guess you can count the. The characters, I guess. No, the ca- do they are they entertainment? I don't know if they're technically entertainment. Basically, there's no entertainment when the whole place was supposed to be originally supposed to be entertainment. Uh, we learned that uh, Oga's Cantina was originally supposed to be uh, on the other side of the street from where it is. That what is Oga's Cantina now was only supposed to be a waiting area to get into Oga's Cantina, and that's why it's so small. That's why everybody's like, oh, this is too small. Well, it wasn't supposed to be that. Uh, yeah, so, you probably should go back and look at the concept drawings, huh? Maybe it looks a little bigger in there. I don't know. I it think, probably does. I think I'll look at those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I yeah, actually haven't been there, so not knowing what it look, really looks I like. I haven't either. So, so uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, so this just goes along with it. I mean, they wouldn't even pay it. I mean, obviously, if they, they couldn't even pay... Uh, and want to you know spend the money to make all of Galaxy's Edge entertainment people, which is what what it should have been, uh, and then now they're just 
you know, basically they're cutting all the entertainment from the park. Uh, they're going to use, you know, uh, they're obviously trying to make it sound like these shows are only leaving because it's the off season. You could tell in the wording that that's what they're implying that, oh, well, they'll be back later, maybe. Oh. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see if any of these shows come back. So who knows? What's next? The the Frozen show? <laughs> take, completely stop doing the uh, show inside of there. Use that for something else other than entertainment. I don't know. I just, I mean, when's it going to end? When's all the cutbacks going to end? Yeah, we don't know. It's like they're just using the fact that the attendance was uh, so low after Galaxy's Edge opened as an excuse to uh, cut other things. When some of those things, I think, if I remember correctly, some of these entertainment things have been were cut even before Galaxy's Edge opened. So, nice try with the excuses, though, son. <laughs> All right, so a um, we have a Halloween moving into the parks. The pumpkins on Main Street now? Yes. I mean, they couldn't even wait until Labor Day was over. It literally went up the on Labor Day. You know what? They, you got to hurry up and put the pumpkin out before. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, I'll just be curious to see. Uh, I wish I re- knew what, what day exactly the snow started going on the castle last mm-hmm. year so we could know whether the snow goes on the castle earlier because uh, uh, no. we do know that the snow was definitely already on there uh well before halloween so yes uh, by so. mid-october it was already going on there so i mean pretty soon the snow will be going on uh first of uh you know on september 30th uh probably september 23rd you never right. know <laughs> so yeah so uh yeah um full uh halloween starts on friday and uh with that we also got more sold out dates for Oogie Boogie. Uh, before you do that, can I just say it's too hot for Halloween to have started? It is hot. It's it like, mid 90s, yes. uh, mid to high 90s, depending on where you are uh, here in the old uh, SoCal. Uh, uh, it, even if you're on like the coast, it's still, it's still, it's cooler, but it's still hot. So, hot tub. Uh, yeah, hot tub. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's much too hot to be thinking about Halloween. I want it to cool down. To at least you know the low 80s, uh, even get into the 70s before I could really start getting excited about Halloween. But hey, but it's September, so we know it's coming. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, within you know probably the next three weeks, I'm gonna start. You know, I'm gonna have to start dismantling all this so I can get it ready for the Halloween decorations and everything. So I got a Halloween uh, stamps. Cool. I made some Halloween stamps yesterday. Right on. So yeah, stamps.com. All right, so yeah, Oogie Boogie Bash. So let me just tell you what days, dates, nights are available. Bye. Uh, Tuesday, October 1st. Sunday, October 6th. Tuesday, October 15th. Sunday, October 20th. Tuesday, October 22nd. Sunday, October 27th. And Tuesday, October 29th. That's it. Now, is that still uh, two of those are still 120 days, or is that just one 120 day? Two of those, October something yeah so have we only had one day sellout since last week is that what it is or was it two i days? believe it was just one so i thought i remember last week it was uh, i think two days of the 120 i think still so it had to have been it was one of the one oh the, yeah the, the 145 days sold out yeah that was one of the 145 days uh so. october 1st october 15th and october 22nd those are all $120 days. Okay, so there's three. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's how uh, the nights that are left for Oogie Boogie Bash. So you guys are planning to go. You better hurry up. Uh, you can't complain. You guys had since April to buy your tickets. So if you're going to complain, you didn't get one. Well, that's all on you. Uh, hurry up and get these. They're going to sell out pretty quick. I'm sure the the last $320 days will probably be the next ones to sell out. That's what I think. But we'll see about that. I will be there on September 17th. Speaking of being hot in September, uh, we'll see uh, how that day goes. If you guys are there, let us know. Maybe I'll have a button to give out. We'll see. All right, so I don't know. We I don't even think we talked about it on here. It wasn't really that big of a thing to talk about, but uh, they did come out with the whole uh, with uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, they had come out with the uh, the concept and the uh, the figures and the and the uh, you know revealed that there would be a red uh, what they call Sith trooper uh, that's going to be part of the movie. Uh, at, way back at San Diego Comic Con, they revealed that there uh, and they showed uh, what it would look like. And then uh, they were uh, they had the uh, the uh, black series figures, which I thought they were were going to be only exclusive to the cons, uh, but uh, now now they have uh, now uh, unveiled uh, merchandise that was at uh, not only San Diego Comic Con but also at D twenty three. A lot of stuff at from D twenty three is now over there at the parks. Uh, the uh, Sith Trooper merchandise. Uh, a lot of red. Yes. Uh, lots shirts, of red. costumes, figures, uh, basically anything that they can throw the red trooper on, they have thrown him on there. Uh, and uh, that is now all available over there at uh, not only at Star Trader, uh, but also, I believe, at uh, Launch Bay. And uh, who knows where else. They might even uh, have some Disney. probably at World of Disney. Either way, so that stuff's over there. Go check it out. That's all. All right, DuckTales. Woohoo. Uh, we're always talking about the, the show. I just want to let you guys know that if you are following along with the show, then you probably already know that they came back today, uh, Tuesday the 3rd, the day after Labor Day. Uh, DuckTales is back after a long summer hiatus. Uh, if you... Do not did not know that then you probably haven't been watching and you need to get caught up. So uh, just saying, uh, happy return of Ducktales. We have a lot as I discussed from uh, the announcements and stuff about Ducktales a while back. Uh, we have a lot to look forward to this season and then probably into the next season. Uh, so first, uh, first things first. Uh, uh, let's get Donald back from the moon. I've never been there. I heard there's cheese. I like cheese. <laughs> Ooh, nachos. Hey, you know what time it is? The mail? No, no, oh. no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> it's time for part two of uh, D23. Yeah, so uh, last week we gave you guys the big, uh, the big uh, heavy helping of, uh, of uh, theme park news from uh, D23. Well, we have now... The uh, the main course, uh, uh, so to speak, just uh, because I think there's probably more things, but I'm going to try not to take as long to talk about them. Uh, some of them will just be, eh, this is happening, and then just try to remember. Uh, like magic? Yes. The uh, So, uh, yes, uh, we have all of the, now this week we will go through the uh, TV shows, movies, Disney+, 
everything that is basically media related and not theme park related. Uh, just real quick, uh, just going to kick it off. Uh, not really related to uh, D23 necessarily, but uh, just a r- reminder for those of you, for those people out there who absolutely hate, hate the uh, the Disney live action remakes and think that they're failures and that Disney is stupid for making them. Uh, well, here's your here's your weekly or daily reminder uh, that you're stupid. Uh, just that uh, this is obviously from back at the end of because uh, since we're a little late on some news, uh, this is from the 25th of August uh, that uh, Disney's The Lion King crossed 1.5 billion globally to become the ninth highest grossing movie at all of all time. Now that's been uh, you know probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. So it's probably uh, eighth or something like now by now. I don't know. It's uh, just you know, just uh, your uh, you know your monthly uh, your reminder that uh, you know no matter what you may think about the live action remakes, they produce money, and Disney likes money, and that's why you hate them. Tell them. Uh, so uh, speaking of money. Money, money, money! Well, uh, Disney Plus is basically... Uh, Disney's just going to be printing their own money. Uh, they already made probably a billion dollars off of you people uh, at uh, D23, who were at D23 and or who were D23 members because at D23 they were obviously... Uh, uh, they were offering a big, huge three-year membership package to... Uh, People who are at the D23 uh, Expo, a uh, big fat membership, three-year membership package for less than $4 basically a month, uh, which was, I think it was like $140 or yeah. something for uh, three years. Uh, now, number one, that is a good that is a good deal. Uh, they were then, uh, once D23 was over, they were offering to uh, all D23 members, including free general admission members, uh, up until uh, I believe yesterday, they were offering yes. uh, September second. They were offering uh, the same exact deal, but for I believe twenty dollars more. I think it was one hundred and sixty dollars, uh, which is still obviously a good deal. Uh, that's more than fifty percent, I believe, off of uh, what would be the the uh, the advertised six ninety nine. Uh, now, a it's a great deal. Uh, the only problems I could look at in the future is that if they change the packages or if there's any kind of, uh, you know, upgrades or anything that you're, you're, you're basically locked in, you're stuck. Uh, if they do some sort of amazing bundle, which is what I'm holding out for the, uh, is the made the amazing, uh, Hulu. And, uh, I mean, to me, ESPN plus is just a, just that it's a plus, uh, because basically the price that they're going to be giving Disney Plus and Hulu is like basically like getting Hulu and ESPN for free almost to me. So I'm kind of holding out for that bundle. Uh, maybe they'll offer some sort of uh, big deal on that. But uh, yeah, I know everybody who got that three-year deal is definitely going to be uh, happy for three years that they don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Disney's already basically printing money off of you people, and we're still two months from launch. Well, it's of, a good uh, thing. I mean, it's a good thing for Disney because now they just got all this money. Who they have revenue coming in now? 
Right. So uh, too bad know. they can't give it to the entertainers. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking about that, real quick. Um, when I went to D twenty three, there was a lot of uh, musicians there who actually I think they had just worked on uh, Lion. No, no. What was it? Not Lion King. It was oh the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. And uh, so basically, what's going on is they're they want money from Disney because it's streaming this and this and that. You know, they got paid for doing what they did, but they want residuals. So there was a whole bunch of people there, and they were even playing songs and stuff like that. And you know, there was like, oh, support us, and this and this. Disney owes us money, and I'm just thinking. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm like, well, you did get paid for what you did. You know, how are you going to try to be like, oh, you owe me money because you're going to be playing this every day type of thing? You know, I don't I don't I don't get it. I mean, you know how things work going into it. I mean, it's not like you didn't know that that's how that works. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I support them, but I'm just saying you knew what you're getting yourself into. All right. So, as I said, we're going to start with the Disney Plus panel. You were in the Disney Plus panel. Uh, and speaking of the Mandalorian, let's just go right into the Mandalorian uh, that's not the first thing I was going to talk about, but you mentioned it, so let's get right into it. The Mandalorian. What say you? You saw it. You were there. You saw it on the big screen. What's it? What, we'll play it here in a second. First thoughts. I thought it was really cool. It looked in- interesting. Um, just not knowing anything about it, you know, we just we just knew a little bit what was going to happen or what it was about. But uh, just see, uh, you know what? I just, just thinking about it now. I just like, I was like so happy, happy to see the little trailer they showed us, and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, it was, it was a wow, it was a wow trailer, and I was like, this is pretty cool. Of course, they had the the two actors there also talking about it, and um, and then of course they were saying that we can't tell you anything about it. So type of thing. <laughs> we can show you this, but we can't talk about it. So, I mean, it, I, I'm excited to see this. I am. Now I have a question. You haven't, you've never watched any of the animated shows. No. Are you going to, are you going to watch this because it's live action or are you going to watch it because it looks more interesting to you? I mean, is opposed it to me not thinking not the other watching ones? any of the animated, what makes this different? I'm not, that you I'm would not act- saying, well, will you watch it? Yes. So that's what I'm. I think my question is why you would watch this, but you never watched any of the animated. So what makes it different, other than it being live action, or is that the reason? No, it's not the reason because I'm I'm I didn't watch the other stuff. It wasn't because I didn't want to watch it. I just it wasn't on at a time that I would watch. So it's it. convenience, then, yes, basically. There because you go. Of, I mean, different reasons. Obviously, uh, you you don't have a DVR, which makes things really difficult for a lot of things. I mean, I excuse the fact that you haven't even you're not even caught up on Ducktales, which I try to watch sometimes though when it's on. It just it really it, it really uh, it doesn't it doesn't make me mad in the sense that I'm mad at you because you're not caught up on Ducktales. I'm mad that you haven't completely because you don't haven't seen all of the greatness that is Ducktales. That you haven't felt all of that emotion of having seen all the episodes, and it kind of makes me sad because you. I think you would really have, and you will. I know you've probably enjoyed what you have seen, but if you've seen all of it all the way up until the, I mean, just that Darkwing Duck episode. I mean, if you've seen get to see that, that'll be uh, enough for me. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just so it's the convenience of the fact that you know you're going to get the Disney Plus, so uh, you know you'll be able to watch this. Now, uh, you know, just uh, earworm for thought. 
all of those shows that I mentioned will obviously be on Disney Plus at some point. I mean, I know it it takes time to go back and watch things, but you know, you will obviously will have the option to go back and watch Well, I did tell like you that. that I was watching Clone Wars. Right, right. So. Yeah, I remember that uh, you had, at one point, you and your brother were watching Clone Wars, and I didn't know how far you had gone through that. But, uh, yeah, no, I know it's not for necessarily lack of interest, but it does definitely equate down to, you know, because there's a lot of people out there that complain that they don't watch things because they are on streaming. Whereas you're going to be the complete opposite because it's going to be on streaming. You're going to be more likely to watch it. Yeah, because I go, I can say, oh, let's put this on right now. Right. So, uh, getting back to the Mandalorian, uh, you know what? You know what my favorite thing of the trailer was the music. I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty. Yeah, I, I heard him uh, on the street walking into D twenty three. Did you? I told you those artists were out there. Oh, the the yeah. people that did the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the actual music. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so let's uh, check it out. Hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? You know, it's funny how I I never realized how... uh visual trailers are until I try to play them on here and then there's nothing really for anybody to really take in uh, other than how amazing that music and that trailer is. Uh, you get more of a sense of it just hearing it without having to watch it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I really like the music. I hope that's an example of the music uh, from the uh, the series. Uh, of course, so, uh, if you guys had forgotten, I believe it's the uh the composer from black panther that was that did the music for yeah uh the Lorian. uh so anyways uh looking forward to that that will uh uh we did get the uh now did they say this in the panel or is it, was this an unofficial announcement that uh uh disney plus will be doing uh basically uh weekly uh releasing episodes on a weekly basis uh, like what CBS and uh, I believe uh, uh, I know CBS does it. Somebody else does it. Hulu, I think, or something, as opposed to a complete uh, you know binge dump like uh, Netflix or uh, or Amazon. They didn't say anything about that. Okay, so this was something that was then revealed after the fact. 
uh, and I don't even know if this is official, but that is what uh, what we've heard so far is that they will be releasing on a uh, you know a, a episode a week uh, type of basis. Uh, like I said, similar to like uh, Star Trek on CBS or something like Castle Rock on uh, Hulu. Uh, so uh, we'll just have to see what happens. I'm sure we'll get some sort of an official announcement about that uh, sooner than later. Because, of course, as I said, uh, actually on the day that this uh, podcast comes out, we'll be, we'll, we'll be two months and one week away from the launch of Disney+. Plus. Uh, so moving on, same with Star Wars. Uh, and Disney Plus, they announced at the panel that the uh, the next season and uh, the final, presumably final next season of Clone Wars uh, will premiere in February on Disney Plus. Uh, I believe no actual date on that, but sometime in February. So uh, once we get past Rise of uh, Skywalker, we definitely have something to hugely look forward to. Because, uh, of course, if uh, Mandalorian is going to be releasing weekly, uh, we will still have Mandalorian episodes to watch once uh, we've seen Rise of Skywalker as well. So uh, we should have a nice uh, seamless uh, uh, get done with one, and then we can just get started with Clone Wars once it comes out. Looking forward to that. Once again, sticking to Star Wars, uh, the one that uh, I made a point of not talking about it the week before, even though the rumors had started to come out, of course, it's been rumored for, uh, uh, you could probably just say years, that, uh, but uh, more specifically, just within the last few years, uh, that is uh, Ewan McGregor reprising his role as Obi-Wan. Hello Kenobi. there. Hello there. <laughs> uh, and yes, he will say hello there once again, because it is now official after many years of speculation about a movie, not a movie, movie. Not a movie. Well, it's not a movie. It's a Disney Plus series. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's Ewan McGregor. He's having a drink. He's back. I'm excited. It's going to take place uh, basically, uh, I believe, somewhere around 11 years. Uh, It's either 11 years after Sith or 11 years before Star Wars. Somewhere in that, basically, right in the middle. Uh, The timeline actually fits right in the middle of kind of live in the middle of the timeline of solo actually is where they placed it. Uh, cause as you know, there's a big time jump, uh, in, in solo, uh, from when he's, uh, you know, with the Imperials, uh, in the army to where he's later on, uh, there's a big time jump there. So somewhere in there is when, uh, Obi-Wan series is going to take place. And that will of course be long before the events of rebels, uh, speculation abound of what we're going to get, in that series, uh, we're still a bit away from that. Uh, they did say that scripts were done, so we do have scripts. Uh, we should definitely probably see some shooting by next year. Uh, so uh, until then, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, when saw uh, Matrix, there was a trailer for Doctor Sleep, which is the uh, long, long, long. Uh, Awaited, I guess, uh, or not awaited, but sequel from Stephen King to The Shining, in which uh, Ewan McGregor plays the title role as the grown-up uh, Danny, the little boy on the uh, riding around on the tricycle in The Shining. Uh, Ewan McGregor plays a grown-up version of him, uh, still with his powers. And uh, if you guys were fans of that, then uh, then you can get a little bit of uh, Ewan McGregor. 
uh, before next seeing him uh, with the robes of <laughs> Obi-Wan. So very exciting, very exciting. Uh, you know what's exciting? The Muppets. I like the Muppets. I like those guys. Anybody who doesn't like the Muppets, I don't know. There's something wrong with them, I guess. Who's your favorite Muppet? I've always been uh, partial to Rolf. Okay. I like Rolf. Uh, Fozzie, I've you know I've always found him to be a hoot. <laughs> uh, Sweetums. I mean, how could you not like Sweetums? Especially from the you know the Muppet movie. Wait for me, guys. Uh, but yeah, I mean. A lot of people, uh, I've never been as much into Kermit as a lot of people. I mean, I dig Kermit, but, uh, you know, I mean, he's just a frog. <laughs> he's just a frog. <laughs> he's just a frog. I mean, he's in love with a pig. I mean, that's weird, to be honest. I <laughs> hey, mean, hey, I dig don't it, judge, but don't judge. I don't judge, but, I mean, it's just, it's it's a little, I don't know. I like Rolf. <laughs> I, uh, my favorite is Fozzie. Uh, yeah, Fozzie. always been Fozzie. Great. He's, he's, a, he's a great one. Uh, but we're going to get to see some more Muppets because coming exclusively to Disney Plus next year in 2020, the uh, Muppets will probably present Muppets Now, which is a new short-form unscripted series. Uh, as Kermit the Frog himself said on Twitter, he would love to tell you more, but Joe the Legal Weasel is right behind him. Gulp. So uh, we don't know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be unscripted apparently. Hopefully it's going to be something a little bit closer to the maybe the original Muppet Show uh, than what uh, the uh, the last outing was. Uh, that there was a lot of stuff going on, and even they didn't seem to like it since they changed it in the middle. But uh, let's hope that this is uh, brings the Muppets back to their former greatness. Uh, speaking of bringing b- b- back to their former greatness, well, I mean, uh, what can you say? Lizzie McGuire has. Uh, been through a lot. I mean, not Lizzie McGuire herself, but, uh, you know. She's coming back. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was so, something uh, that uh, I wasn't expecting. I mean, because a lot of the stuff that they talked about there was stuff that we already knew about. Right. And Or at least we had heard rumors, you know, like with Obi-Wan. Right. But, uh, yeah, the Lizzie McGuire was, uh, or some of it had been announced at, that, uh, at the uh, earnings call. Uh, like, you know, we already knew about the Phoenix and Ferb, which if that hadn't been announced, that would have been totally excitement to me. But, right. uh, yeah, the Lizzie McGuire series, uh, was definitely a, a complete surprise to most people. So if you guys were fans of Lizzie McGuire, uh, Hillary Duff is coming back to play an older, wiser Lizzie in the new series. Uh, so, uh, fans of Lizzie McGuire rejoice. <laughs> Uh, speaking of rejoicing, Marvel not to outdo their own selves. Well, I mean, they would have had to done a lot to outdo themselves from San Diego Comic-Con. But they did find a way to at least uh, make it seem like they want to just give us everything. Because uh, not only uh, did we get a couple uh, more uh, you know, movie-related announcements, which I'll get to in a little bit, they revealed... Not only besides the multitude of series that they revealed at San Diego Comic-Con, which most of them we knew about, and but we got more details and dates for, they revealed three more shows which we knew absolutely nothing about, so much so that there are stupid fanboys who didn't even know some of these characters existed since 1980. 
So interesting. Uh, without further ado, Moon Knight. Basically, uh, Marvel's Batman. If you want to make the biggest comparison, uh, he gets some sort of powers from the moon or something. I'm not hugely familiar with Moon Knight. I don't even know. I really uh, like the way he looks. I've always liked the way he looks. Uh, And anybody who's compared to Batman, I can dig. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Ms. Marvel, uh, not to be confused with Captain Marvel, or uh, you know, or Carol Danvers, or any of the other Captain Marvels. This is Ms. Marvel. Uh, this is the one that everybody's been talking about. This is the one who is uh, the uh, the Pakistani girl, uh, and uh, Kamala Khan. Uh, she was. We talked about her uh, that she was going to be making an appearance in the Avengers video game. Well, now uh, not only is she getting her own series, but Feige, Kevin Feige, did confirm that she would be crossing over from her series into the actual movies right. at some point. Uh, he didn't specifically say that about any of the other two, no. so he did specifically say that about Ms. Marvel. So uh, that's very exciting, and a lot of people uh, very excited about that, as long as, you know, as well as the predictable people who are not excited about it. And then the other one is She-Hulk, a character who, unbeknownst to uh, stupid fan, uh, stupid uh Stupid um, whiny fanboys has been around since 1980 and it was actually created by Stan Lee himself. Uh, yeah, uh, she's not just a uh, you know, a woman Hulk or a female Hulk or just something made up. Uh, no, she's actually a character that's been around for some time. Even me, with my limited knowledge of uh, Marvel characters, I heard about She Hulk a uh, long ass time ago. So, I mean. Anybody who's never heard of She-Hulk has no excuse to not have heard of She-Hulk. Uh, if you've even read any kind of comics, <gasps> how does uh, that make sense? I don't know. It doesn't because none of these people make sense. I just I find I uh, find it hard to even make sense when these people don't make sense. So uh, yeah, so Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, uh, those are added to now. They did specify that those are uh, being tacked onto the end of the Phase Four uh, section. So these aren't just ones that are being announced ahead of time for Phase 5. These are actually ones that will be released probably sometime, I believe, uh, if I remember the timeline. I think it was either, I think, like 2021 or 2022, somewhere in that area. But, uh, yeah, exciting, exciting, exciting. More shows, more characters, more Marvel. Uh, now, one that uh, is coming to exclusively to Disney Plus. Uh, speaking of uh, live action adaptations, one that we've been talking about for quite some time that it was happening. And that is the live action Lady and the Tramp. Now, uh, a lot of people obviously, uh, you know, we've talked about how this was announced a long time ago. Uh, but then it was announced that it would be going on Disney Plus, which totally made sense because, uh, I mean, I could tell by just looking at it. Although, I don't know. I mean, you get those dogs purpose and all those uh, Kevin Costner as a dog movies and, and uh, dogs driving in the rain and all these movies. It's like, well, well why wouldn't this have worked in the big, in, on the big screen? Uh, oh, maybe if they true. didn't call it Lady in the Tramp, maybe if they just called it A Dog's Love and didn't even pretend that it was a Disney movie. The dog in Spaghetti Night. The dog in Spaghetti Night in the rain. I don't know. If they would have just not said it was 
it had anything to do with Lady and the Tramp, maybe this movie would have done well in the theater because apparently people like to see movies about dogs in the theater. So I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just giving an excuse for the uh, you know the the live action remake haters to uh, have something else to hate about. But uh, yes, uh, Lady and the Tramp, the live action Lady and the Tramp, will be coming to Disney Plus on launch. Uh, and that is uh, with uh, Justin Thoreau, Thoreau as Tramp and uh, and uh, no, I just forgot her name. Uh, Tessa Thompson as Lady. I I I think that um, it's going on Disney Plus to bring people to Disney Plus. I mean, I don't think it. I don't. I don't see it not doing well in the theaters. I'm, I just see it doing really well on Disney+. Plus. You think it's just a way to introduce the fact that they are going to do be doing some of the live-action remakes that we've heard so much about that have been kind of placed to the back burner or canceled that maybe some of them will reemerge and end up as uh, Disney Plus things rather than uh, big-budget actual theatrical releases. Uh, like, you know, you, if you do think that if, uh, like if they had not wanted to make Dumbo into a bigger thing with you know tim burton and michael Keane and all the stars that are in that not that there isn't stars in this right but uh if they had wanted to not make it as you know quote-unquote grand as what they they could have toned it down a bit and just waited and put it on disney plus you know so it's a way for them to make remakes without necessarily uh you know making it a big budget thing it's just more of a people piece you know and lady and the tramp is kind of a perfect thing for that I can see if they did a live action, uh, you know, uh, 101 Dalmatians or some other Disney movies that are more people pieces, uh, quote unquote, uh, that they could they were be perfect for uh, Disney Plus. Uh, also, it uh, in a way, it kind of uh, completely goes against all of the uh, remake haters thinking that all the remakes are just basically cash grabs when there's no cash grab here. They're not making any money off of this being on Disney Plus. They're not making any or should I say they're not making any extra money off of this being on Disney Plus. It's just another thing that's on Disney Plus. I mean sure there might be advertisers and stuff that might be, you know, have something to do with it, but I don't think so. And this is just on there. So I mean they're not making this isn't a cash grab and you can't be accused of be, being a cash grab, you know, and so if they have things that, you know, might necessarily they think might be something that might you know, like the uh, Long Ruber Night on Bald Mountain. You know, they've talked about they want to do a Chernobog movie. I think that might be something that might end up yeah. on Disney+. Plus. You know, some of those other live-action ones that we haven't heard anything about in years uh, that we don't know if they're still going on. I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. Uh, the Chernobog one was a specific one. Uh, seems like they've made all the other ones. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, so I mean, you know, it's just it's one of those things that so it's kind of cool. Uh, let's check it out. This one I think actually has talking in it. Let me guess. You're like the center of your people's universe, right? Indeed. Well, I've got no leashes or fences. With me, every day could be an adventure. 
So yeah, <laughs> guess there wasn't as much talking as I thought there would be, but whatever, you know. You know where there is going to be a lot of talking? Here? Uh, no, but on uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, because if there's somebody that likes to talk, it's Jeff Goldblum. Besides you. Besides me. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why I like Jeff Goldblum so much. Maybe. Uh, plus, he likes to talk a lot with his hands, and you know, I like to use my hands. I, I like to gesticulate with my hands a lot. Well, we'll leave that in the bedroom. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, yeah, the uh, they got to look at the uh, world according to Jeff Goldblum, uh, which is uh, I thought this was uh, supposed to be a series connected to uh, to uh, you know National Geographic, but uh, I don't know if they've now separated it from that. But uh, I thought they when they originally announced it back at the earnings call that it was being grouped in with the National Geographic stuff because he's traveling around. Uh, it's National Geographic, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I don't remember if they said anything else about it being National Geographic, so I don't know if that's still the case. But uh, I definitely look forward to... I think to, it is. Uh, I think it is. Okay. I wasn't sure because I just didn't see them mention it in the trailer, I thought. But uh, it does look very interesting, uh, not just because it's Jeff Goldblum, but just in general... Uh, it's like one of those, uh, if anybody's out there has watched uh, um, uh, Conan uh, Without Borders uh, with Conan O'Brien, uh, it's kind of like that, probably, or uh, or recently, uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Gordon Ramsay has done that, oh, yeah. the one he's done lately, yes. where he has been going to other countries, it just wrapped up a couple weeks ago, that was actually a really good series, uh, and you get to see more of the real uh, not angry and uh, the not the not the actor showing off uh, Gordon Ramsay, more of the real Gordon Ramsay in this. Uh, and as uh, Rebecca and I like to call it, did you watch it? Have you watched it? No, I forgot all about it. Okay, uh, we basically called it. Uh, how many times can they try and kill Gordon Ramsay? Oh. Because they put him in so many situations, he might as well be hanging out with Bear Grylls. Because uh, it's basically Bear Grylls. If Bear Grylls knew nothing about uh, the outdoors. <laughs> Because uh, they just keep putting him in all these situations where he almost falls off a cliff, he almost gets swept away in a river. Uh, <laughs> all basically, each episode they at least try to kill Gordon Ramsay at least once. Uh, so, anyways, if you're a fan of those kind of shows, or even going to back uh, to like uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, and stuff like that, uh, this is right along those kind of lines, uh, but with Jeff Goldblum. This show is a little off the beaten track. And it may be unexpected and surprising. So, taste it and enjoy. <laughs> My name is Jeff Goldblum. The name of the show is uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Be forewarned, I'm in the show a lot. Wow. I'm sort of fascinated by a lot of things. Sneakers. These shoes are worth twelve to fifteen thousand dollars. Oh boy! Denim. Ice cream. Hey, can I guess what kind of ice cream you want? <laughs> Jewelry. Isn't that something? Tattoos. Whoa! Ah. Is it gonna keep vibrating like that? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and then every once in a while, I break into song. Zinc and kung 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 kung
Okay, anyway, what were we talking about? This is what the show is going to be like. So if any of this tempts you or wearies you, you can make a decision right here. I follow my own actual curiosity. Do you believe in ghosts? Can you sing Anchors Away? Can you make a sound like a seagull? Notting Hill. You ever see that movie? Could you eat my skin? What other Irish songs do I know? If I were meat that we'd put in a Korean barbecue, what would I be? A pork belly. <laughs> no, 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 not because you have a belly. No, no. I'm not here to be uh, didactic or professorial in any way. This is like a fun house. I know nothing. That's the premise. I'm a humble student. And, in fact, a kind of a late bloomer. A late gold bloomer. If I'm anything, it's uh, professor- professorial. Okay. Sure. So, yeah, uh, rolled according to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, that will be, uh, once again, at launch. Uh, and uh, just uh, as a extra little uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, nugget, uh, wait, did I play the Spider-Man thing last week? Or did I, I just play it for you? I don't know. Uh, just as a Jeff Goldblum nugget, uh, because, you know, why not? Uh, here's Jeff Goldblum talking about the whole Spider-Man uh, controversy with Marvel uh, and not really knowing what, what's going on. Why do, why do you think Spider-Man is such an important part of the MCU? Because there may be a little divorce happening. No. This is the first I've heard of it. Save Spider-Man? Uh, I'm crestfallen. Save. What's happening? I didn't know any of this. So Sony and Marvel are having a hard time coming to terms on the agreement to co-produce Spider-Man. So it's looking like Spider-Man may go back to Sony and not be part of the MCU anymore. I'm not a business person. You're speaking. Whatever you say is Greek to me. But to all these... The mountains of Produciore and uh, and uh, I don't know. It'll all work out, I'm sure. Uh, good luck. Uh, I'll figure it out. Uh, so I've uh, confirmed through channels that Produciore is not a real word. He's just oh. making up words because he's Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. So uh, from Jeff Goldblum to Phineas and Ferb. Hey, I, I, I like those guys. I like those guys, too. Uh, yes, Phineas and Ferb, of course. We announced before that Phineas and Ferb remo- are returning for a movie on Disney+, Plus, which I believe will also be at launch. Uh, and we got a title, Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace Against the Universe. Yes. Because, you know, if there's nothing that... I mean, we Candace was already the, qu- the queen of Mars. Uh, yeah. So, I mean... Why not the universe? It's Candace. She can take care of it. Uh, pretty much, uh, as far as I know, uh, everybody except for uh, Ferb, the original Ferb, uh, Thomas, uh, whatever, Sanger, something, his name. Uh, he's just way too busy and too uh, too good for... No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, he's got things to do. He's got shit to do, man. Don't we all? Don't we all? So, uh, yeah, Phineas Ferb, the movie coming to Disney Plus. Uh, I think that just about wraps up all of the uh, Disney Plus, unless you had anything else for Disney Plus. Uh, We'll just leave you with this. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. 
That's our specialty. Magic happens. It does. I have to say that was a really that's a really well edited uh, video. I, I felt for, like I was at D twenty three again. Or because uh, I assume that's what they showed at the end. Yeah, it was that one. Yes, because they had a whole another one that they played. I think at the beginning, but I didn't think that one was as good as this one was really well edited. I think that that part uh, where it's a wish, she says when it's a wish come true. I think that was the animated Cinderella. And the live action Cinderella spliced later. on top of yeah layered, uh, on top of each other because uh, it, it definitely sounds like something layered, and that's the only thing I could think of is it's the two lines from the two movies layered, and, and it's really well done. All right, so moving on to the movies because hey, don't forget the popcorn. That's all. Oh right, right, real quick. That's uh, all shit we can watch at home. <laughs> speaking of movies, my birthday's coming up. Okay, and I got a. Birthday thing from AMC. Okay, I got a free large popcorn and a large drink. Yeah, that's what they're doing now for I everybody. Am, I'm happy about it's really that. Really cool, yeah. I don't really like to buy popcorn. <laughs> I like to eat it, but I don't like to buy it. I uh, was really jonesing for something to drink, and I got an icy yesterday, oh. uh, and made myself a cherry coke icy because <laughs> uh, I hadn't been able to do that because usually I, I share with her, and she doesn't like coke icy. So I never get to get my cherry coke, but I was I got my. That's own. why I don't. Share. I got my own icy last night. I don't share. <laughs> you know so, how you uh, go to like uh, you do those uh, what do you call it those uh, you go to like um, Black Angus and you get the campfire special. Oh yeah, you get an appetizer, the two meals, right. and dessert. I always order an extra dessert because I'm not sharing. Right. Oh hi. Hello there. Hello there. All right, so the movies. Uh, you're going to need some popcorn because when Rise of Skywalker comes out on December 20th, that is going to be 
cause for celebration with popcorn, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't need popcorn to watch Wise of Skywalker. Maybe an icy would be nice. Oh, maybe Kit Kat. Maybe even a uh, maybe even some. Uh, I think if they have uh, depending on what they have in the uh, freestyle machine, maybe some mellow yellow. Or uh, some peanut M&M's. Or something. I, I don't know when AMC is going to get an exclusive uh, flavor in their freestyles. That'd be cool. Because, you know, a lot of other places have the exclusive flavors. Why hasn't AMC got an exclusive flavor? They should share the exclusive flavor with Burger King. And I only say that because Burger King's exclusive flavor is Surge. Or at least it was. I don't know if they still have it. But uh, anyways, so I digress. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, uh, they showed a... A uh, little reel that I'm not going to play here because it's mostly like a lot of flashback stuff. It's kind of a whole the saga. It wasn't really a trailer. Uh, there was something uh, very much discussed at the end of it that may or may not be a vision of Rey uh, with uh, red lightsabers uh, and uh, a in, dressed in black. But uh, speculate on that as you will. Uh, Rise of Skywalker hitting theaters December 20th. We got a cool new uh, poster. Well, I guess depending on you, you ask. I there was a lot of people who. What did you think of the poster? I'm not one to like start, you know, critiquing posters. <laughs> right. Me, it's just a poster. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I just you know lo- you know Star Wars fans got to have something to complain about. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot, a lot of oh, it looks like a, a lame poster for a book, or looks like a lame uh, poster for uh, animated series or something. I'm like. I don't know. It looks like a blue version of the original uh, Return of the Jedi poster with the red background and the Vader looming in the background. Uh, or, uh, yeah, and the Vader, big Vader head. You know which poster I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, the original one that was originally said Revenge of the Jedi on it. Yeah. Uh, this kind of invokes the same kind of idea, except for instead of red, it's blue, and it's uh, there's still people fighting in the foreground, and there's still an ominous figure in the background. So, uh, you know... Complain how you want. I think it's a cool poster. Uh, you'll see it on the uh, episode photo probably. Uh, what you won't see on the episode photo, but what I'm going to tell you right now is that at the at, uh, San Diego Comic Con, uh, Kevin Feige at the end uh, mentioned that he did not have time to talk about Black Panther, but he did have time to talk about Black Panther at E23 because he did announce that Black Panther 2, once again directed by Ryan Coogler, will return to Marvel in 2022, May 6, 2022. Uh, no title yet. Right now it's just Black Panther 2. I'm sure we'll get a title at some point. So uh, Black Panther returning uh, probably either to kick off uh, Phase 5 or maybe this is still the end of Phase 4. Who knows? Uh, this might uh, also overlap with some of uh, either... Moon Knight, She-Hulk, or uh, Ms. Marvel. Uh, one of them may even have something to do with this. Who knows? Because, uh, you know, just all the speculation about things having to do with other things, you know, like with uh, WandaVision and uh, and uh, Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> so uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But, yes, Black Panther 2 confirmed for... Oh, yay. Hi. Black Panther 2 confirmed for May of 2022. Obviously confirmed for next year. We know that the Eternals are coming. We got to meet all of the Eternals on stage at D23, including brand new 
cool looking concept art or I don't know if it's concept art. I couldn't tell from the photos I've seen whether it's concept art or whether it's actual photos of them in the costumes. Uh, but uh, all of the actors were on stage uh, with uh, photos of them in their costumes behind them. And uh, it looked really awesome uh, and can't wait to hear more about that and to see more of it and to see the first trailer for the Eternals. Uh, once again, something that I know nothing about and just makes it even more enticing after stuff like Get Guardians of the Galaxy that we really knew nothing about <laughs> being so yeah. good. Or, uh, you know, even for like you with Ant-Man, you knew nothing about Ant-Man, but yet you really liked it. So uh, we'll just see what happens. I mean, with Angelina Jolie and uh, and Salma Hayek, I mean, you can't really go wrong with uh, starting with those two. Uh, speaking of Angelina Jolie, you definitely can't go wrong with Angelina Jolie as a queen of badasses or a mistress of evil in this case. One, a maleficent mistr- mistress of evil, uh, of course, coming October 18th, not too long from now, just over a month. Uh, just uh, They showed a little bit more of that. There was a new banner photo, uh, nothing really new or to report on that other than the fact that I finally did learn I could never figure out who uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was supposed to be because uh, I still haven't seen the first movie which I need to get off my ass and do before this comes out yeah. uh, I didn't think that she was supposed to be Aurora's mother because that didn't make any sense otherwise you would have seen her in the first movie but it's been confirmed that she is Prince Philip's mother and that they are preparing for Philip and Aurora's wedding and uh, that uh uh, Michelle Pfeiffer plays Prince Philip's mother, and uh, she will, of course, be going head to head with, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie as Maleficent. So a little uh, cool action going on there. Uh, speaking of something that's coming, uh, but has been delayed, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Cruella was delayed, of course, to May twenty eighth, twenty twenty one from end of 2020 but we did get our first photograph of Emma Stone as Cruella uh it's interesting that guy's fat yeah I like that picture yeah it's a cool picture uh she's got some crazy hair going on uh definitely some crazy uh definitely some crazy maybe some like uh 70s punk British punk vibe uh going on with them and then uh her the, the two uh the two henchmen uh, making an appearance in the background. Uh, once again, nothing really else to say about that. Uh, I believe that there was a short uh, a video that uh, or a report of from uh, Emma Stone or something had a video or some. Uh, we didn't get to see that, so I don't know. Uh, moving on from the live action uh, to Pixar, uh, we had announced that the name of the Pixar movie for 2020 was going to be Soul, but we knew nothing about it. Uh, now we know that uh, Soul is going to be basically about a, uh, what, what is he? He's a jazz uh, player or something, some sort of jazz guy uh, played by Jamie Foxx who falls into a hole and dies. That's usually how it happens. Yeah. So he fell into a manhole or something, another, and uh, he dies. And uh, when people apparently die they become these little weird soul looking creatures and uh that's basically what the movie is about oh 
I don't know. It sounds... I don't know. We'll see. Uh, this is... Uh, once again, uh, Jamie Foxx will be playing the lead and also uh, with Tina Fey. Uh, Jamie Foxx will be playing the character named Joe Gardner and Tina Fey will be playing a character just called 22 because I believe once you turn into a soul, you just become a number or something like that. Interesting. So that sounds rude, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what happens when you're dead. Uh, I completely forgot to write anything down or have anything about it. Uh, but this picture of uh, Tom Holland uh, as uh, Peter Parker reminds me that uh, the other uh, movie that was talked about was uh, Onward. Onward Hole. Which, uh, of course, has uh, uh, two uh, superheroes in it uh, of uh, Tom Holland and uh, Chris Pratt playing two elves or something who need to do some and... They do something. Yeah, they do stuff. And and they're not supposed to let the trash can's lids open or something. I don't know. Sure. Because some kind of creature was in the trash cans. It was right. Funny. So uh, hey, I maybe believe that one's coming. Uh, that's the one this year, right? Isn't that this November? I, I yes. believe so, so. And I think that maybe we'll see a sneak peek of the sneak peek in Tomorrowland. Oh, right. You never yes. know. That would make sense since... Uh, we're obviously never getting any sneak peeks of the sneak peeks at Sunset Showcase Theater. No. Which probably shouldn't be called that anymore. It should just be called probably the PhilharMagic Theater. No, I like the Sunset Showcase Theater. It's too wordy. I never liked saying it. You're wordy. Thank you. Uh, speaking of wordy, the next actual uh, Walt Disney animation film that has been announced for November of 2020 is called Raya and the Last Dragon. Now, not to be confused with The Last Dragon. Which is a great movie. Which is a great movie. Shonuf does, <laughs> does approve of this, though, <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, it will basically be about, uh, you know, dragons and and uh, things. I don't know where I... Sorry, I don't have the uh, actual description. I didn't do a very good job. You were so on a roll, too. I was on a roll. Ooh, rolls, Ooh. butter. Ooh. <laughs> butter. So the movie uh, has something to do with uh, basically the last dragon on Earth or something like that. Uh, uh, Ray and the Last Dragon takes place in a fictional land called Kumandra. And uh, they, it's basically the, inspired by uh, Southeast Asia, Thailand, uh, Laos, as I learned, hey, did you know that uh, apparently I learned from the, uh, from the uh, just real quick bringing it back to the uh, Gordon Ramsay, that uh, we've been saying uh, Laos all this time for the country. Uh, apparently it's just pronounced Lao. Oh, I've never I mean, been there. Uh, you don't pronounce the S, I don't know. Either that or he was saying it wrong and everybody in the show was saying it wrong, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so inspired by Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, Bali, Indonesia, and, uh, and, and other countries in that area. Uh, and a uh, warrior named Rhea searches for the last dragon in the world. Uh, now, uh, Rhea will be voiced by Cassie Steele, which uh, for some people who go back, and I mean back to the early 2000s, and uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation, uh, may know her as Manny from Degrassi, The Next Generation, uh, will be playing Rhea. And uh, the person... Who is the new, uh, apparently the new, um, uh, oh, damn it. 
Uh, apparently, the person who is this year's Lupita Nyong'o, Aquafina, who is now in everything. I didn't even know that. Uh, is playing Sisu, who is the water dragon, who is the last dragon left, and can also transform transform into human form. And that will be released November 20th, November 25th of next year. So, uh, seemingly an original idea. Hopefully, it won't find out later that it's another stupid Kimba or something like that that somebody's going to say, <laughs> hey, that was my story, blah, 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 yeah. you stole it. Kimba. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that'll be very exciting. Can't wait to see that. Uh, once again, like I said, Aquafina taking over everything. Uh, Next thing she's going to be probably in Star Wars. So cool. I don't know. Uh, Frozen 2 didn't really get anything. No new trailers or anything. But we did get the announcements that uh, Sterling K. Brown will be playing a character named Lieutenant Matthias. And Evan Rachel Wood will be playing Queen Iduna in uh, Flashbacks, who is the mother of Elsa and Anna. And. uh, for those of you who know who Evan Rachel Wood is, uh, know that she is a very good singer, and yes, she will have a song in the movie. Now, surprisingly, that uh, basically does it for the live action. Uh, I mean, not the live action, but the uh, the feature film uh, portion. Uh, we did get one other other interesting announcement that uh, snuck out of the uh, Disney uh, Channel or the Disney animated series panel, which was uh, going on in the background somewhere. While the big uh, the big uh, uh, theatrical panel was going on, and that is the announcement of yet another Marvel property heading to an animated series, and once again to invoke the Matrix to be produced by uh, Morpheus himself, Lawrence Fishburne, and that is the uh, little-known Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur which will be coming to Disney Channel as an animated series. Uh, just a note, uh, obviously, uh, most people don't know it. I've, I had just heard of this character actually just maybe a couple years ago I first heard of this character. I knew nothing about it. Uh, Devil Dinosaur is basically what it sounds like. It's a giant red dinosaur. I don't know where the hell he came from or what he has to do with, but I like him because he's a red dinosaur. I don't know why. I mean, the only thing that would be cooler, I guess, would be a blue dinosaur. What about uh, a purple one? And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I guess a purple dinosaur as long as it's not Barney. Oh, if he's a Barney. real a real purple dinosaur would be cool. <laughs> uh, now uh, the uh, the title Moon or the uh, the aforementioned Moon Girl is a is the thirteen uh, year old super genius Lunella Lafayette, and as I said, her ten ton T Rex devil dinosaur. Uh, just to uh, put a uh, Context on uh, how cool Moon Girl is. Basically, uh, she is the smartest person on the planet and doesn't know it. Okay, kind of like me. Uh, right. Uh, so we don't we don't know when that one's going to be coming out. Uh, probably next year, sometime. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't know when that's going to come out. That's going to be on Disney Channel. Uh, once again, I'll probably watch it. Sounds exciting. Uh, I like watching things about characters that I don't really know about. Uh, that would be really cool. I could see how they don't want to do that one as a live action. I mean, it'd be hard to do a, 
you know, I mean, I guess you could do a CG 1010 dinosaur, but uh, yeah. red dinosaur, but uh, why want to? Why would you when you could just make it an animated one? All right. So after all that, we got some mail. Yes, we have uh, our first email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Hey, we know her. Her subject line is D23. Hey, guys, I didn't go to D23 this year, so thanks for all the info. I did keep up with a lot of it on social media, so I didn't feel like I missed a lot. It's the first ex- expo I miss. I got, I've gone to all of them except for this one. I was going before. It was cool, but it got too expensive and too crowded. So thanks, guys, for all the info. Yeah, I know what you mean. I went to the last non-cool one, <laughs> which was 2013. And then I was at the first cool one, apparently, which was 2015. Because uh, the difference uh, now, I I can't even imagine what it was for you. Because you didn't go in 2013. Uh, you had me get you a shirt, and that was the only one you've missed so far. Because uh, then the last one you had went to before that was whatever it was, 2011, yeah, or whatever. And that was the uh, the ones you said. All the ones before that, where you just walk around and there wasn't really much going on. Right. It was fairly easy. And uh, I mean. Uh, even uh, 2013, it still had started getting kind of crazy to get into panels, uh, just only because uh, the uh, sale to Star Wars had just uh, been announced within a couple months before that, and or something like that, and uh, people were expecting some sort of announcement, but they made absolutely no announcements about it. And uh, yeah, so I know what you mean. Uh, it's kind of like uh, you know those of us that uh, can trace back the uh, the end of. Uh, the uh, the good old days of Comic Con, which was uh, basically uh, thanks to Twilight. <laughs> she says, "Hooray! My target gets the Disney store first. Whoa! Oh, that's right. <laughs> I can keep you guys posted on its progress if you want. Of course. Yes. She says, "I'm always at Target, and we have a Disney store too. So I'm not sure about your theory, Anthony. I think that was my theory." That they were putting in where Disney stores aren't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe she's getting her theories confused because remember my theory was that they're going to phase out the Disney stores. Oh, but yeah, if uh, no, if they're putting one in there where there's already a Disney store, then yeah, that kind of uh, goes against what your theory was. Unless they're planning on going to then turn around and close that Disney store, then I think that my theory definitely starts to hold some water, like a cup. Yes, or a pregnant woman. <laughs> I don't know. That was probably a, not a nice thing to say, but I don't know. It's true. So yeah, it's true, and it wasn't being mean. If you guys didn't talk about this in this episode, tell me what you think about Sony not sharing Spider-Man anymore. I'm sure you have thoughts. Ready? Go. Did we talk about that? I don't think we did. Yeah i I don't really know what to say about it. I think there's a whole lot of uh, posturing going on from both sides uh, as far as the whole Spider-Man thing. Uh, a lot of people think this is the end of the world. Yes. Uh, it's business. There is no such thing as the end of the world. Uh, whether it means that uh, eventually we'll, they'll get back Spider-Man because they buy Sony or whether they eventually get back Spider-Man from some other means. Uh, I have the perfect solution. Tell me what you think. Uh, I think that uh, Disney should trade with sony 
Disney has so many properties that they've acquired from in the Fox deal, so many uh, licenses that they acquired in the Fox deal. Pick something that they know they're not going to do anything with. Say, here, Sony, you can have, as an example, the Alien franchise. If Disney knows they're not going to do anything with it, it's a great franchise. Maybe uh, they'll. It give. may have had some hits or misses lately, but it's a great franchise. Say, it's just an example, anyways. Here, say, here, Sony, here's the whole entire rights to the Alien franchise. Do with what you want with it. Give us Spider Man, you know, something like that. All of the Al Michaels, Oswald the Rabbit trade, you know, that I've talked about on here before. How Disney traded. Uh, Al Michaels to uh, to Fox or I mean, to uh, Universal for uh, the rights to uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit back. Uh, do something like that. Trade them something that uh, a property from like Fox or something of their own or something that they know that they're not going to use. Trade them to them and say, here, take this. Give us Spider-Man back. You could even keep the rights to keep making your Into the Spider-Verse movies, animated movies. You have still have the rights to that. Take this. Do what you want with it. Give us Spider-Man, live-action Spider-Man back, and be done with it. You don't need to do all this haranguing and and uh, kerfuddling and all this uh, kerfuffles and stuff. And just be done with it. Make a trade and get it over with. Uh, but anyways, they're probably not going to do that. They're not that smart. Uh, eventually, something will happen. Spider-Man... Uh, we'll be back in the MCU at some point. Uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, there was really no room for him coming up in any of the movies anyways, and I think they might have even designed Phase 4 around the fact that they might not have him. They may even have known this was coming. Because when you look at all the Phase 4 movies, where do you see Spider-Man even fitting in? He doesn't fit in with uh, really anything. I mean, as far as uh, you know, um, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder... Doesn't fit in there. Doesn't really fit in with uh, Wanda and uh, Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, he doesn't fit in with that. He doesn't fit in with... Uh, the only closest thing you'd probably fit in with would be Shang-Chi, just because they're both in New York. That would might be the only place you could have seen him. Uh, but as far as uh, Spider-Man's uh, post-Far-From-Home uh, storyline... Uh, I mean, it was kind of left open to the point where we don't know what's going to happen with Spider-Man. They, it, it's even uh, conceivable that that storyline leaves it open for him to kind of just disappear for a while from uh, as far as being on in the, with uh, with the uh, MCU and stuff. So, I mean, it all works out fine. Uh, you know, they'll talk again. Things will happen. Spider-Man will be back. Don't you worry. Uh, I'm not worried. Make the trade. What else do you... Oh, I was going to say maybe they'll trade Klinger. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, if Disney hadn't announced or showed any interest in uh, doing anything with The Simpsons, like, although I don't really see Sim- Sony with The Simpsons, but, I mean, something like that. Alien, like I said, uh, you know, there's tons of Fox properties that uh, Disney probably doesn't necessarily have any interest in. Uh, you know, let them, you know, give it, send it to Sony. Let Sony have it, and then, you know, just get Spider-Man back. Surely there's something that Sony wants. She says Spider-Man. She says, TTFN, Rachel. Ta-ta for not. For not. All right, thank you for your email there, Wreck-It, Rachel. 
All right, our next email is from Dan the Mailman, and his subject line is nothing going on. Hey, Mousepire. Well, after like three weeks of going to the parks, I finally stayed home for a week. Only because Diggs didn't hand out the invites. Dirty. (laughs) Probably would have stayed home since the Labor Day barbecue was at my house, and I had to clean, clean, clean like Gus Gus. Probably back in the parks this weekend to see all the Halloween decor out and begin the spooky season. Looks like the TSA reneged on their ban of the thermal detonators. Funny thing is, I was discussing this with my family members the other day, and my brother went and brought out his. Before saying anything, most of the family said it looked like a Christmas bulb and not so much a bomb. Maybe if Disney had marked it as a Christmas item, they wouldn't have been in that mess. Um, That's about all going on over here this week. The holiday weekend led into a very busy week for the rest of the week. My next break will be in the parks. Here's a question for you. What news coming out of D23 has you most excited? Until next week, Dan out. Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Marvel shows. More, has to be Obi-Wan. More, yeah, Obi-Wan. Yeah. I mean, that has to be, uh, I mean, just of stuff that's more imminent. Uh, I mean, I can't wait. I I didn't really come out of that, but I mean, I can't wait to see the Phineas and Ferb movie. Uh, the Mandalorian, uh, just any of the, uh, you know, the Disney Plus stuff, uh, just, you know, going to be real exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, the Clone Wars in February, uh, a lot of the real most exciting stuff is stuff that we have a long way to wait on. Uh, I mean, I could easily say, uh, you know, uh, Avengers Campus, but, uh, you know, I already made my point last week that there's... It'll be fine. I'll go see it when it. I'll go over there and hang out when it opens. But I'm like not gonna be all like, oh, the blah, the blah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Obi Wan. Just, just the fact that uh, Ewan came out and I was there to see it. So I thought that was pretty cool. And he kept saying, "Ask me, ask me, ask me," to Captain Kennedy. So I think that was that was probably the uh, most exciting thing. Yeah, I like the fact that they were just playing with the whole idea that everybody's been speculating for so long about the Obi-Wan thing, and then now it's finally coming to fruition, uh, not necessarily as a movie, but I think this is even better because this, this gives us more Obi-Wan than what a movie ever would have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If, if their intention ever was to have a movie, and if that intention was derailed by, say, either... Uh, you know the, the things that happened with the Boba Fett, or with uh, or with the whole debacle with Solo. If uh, if those things caused us to get Obi Wan as a Disney Plus series, then I'm grateful for it because uh, no matter how you look at it, the Disney Plus series with Obi Wan is going to be longer than any movie would have been. So I see it nothing but as a win, no matter how you look at it. So uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your email, Dan the Mailman. And uh, I told you I will be in the parks on Saturday. We're doing a grab bag hunt. And if you know all about that, I'll hopefully see you there. If you don't, well, you're not supposed to know because it's not a mouse power thing. All right. Well, that's it for emails for this week. Two emails. That's sad. Let's get it. Come on. We can do better. Uh, maybe uh, Giselle's. Oh, Giselle. 
Uh, she went to uh, Florida for the again. <laughs> for the she just came back. <laughs> she just came back. I think she what, was at the uh, beginning of August. Didn't she just come back at the beginning of August? She's already gone back. I think Man, she, must be nice. She uh, was uh, get away, uh, getting away from the coyotes. That's what I think it was. And, uh, getting away from the coyotes and running towards a hurricane, maybe. <laughs> uh, just a note uh, relating to that. If you guys, you guys haven't heard, obviously there is a hurricane heading towards Florida. Uh, you guys are probably already everything's going to happen by the time you hear this, but uh, Disney World is scheduled to be closed, I believe. Was it today or is it tomorrow? For Tomorrow for sure, or was it today? Uh, today they closed at 3 Oh, they closed o'clock. early. 3 and they're closed, scheduled to be closed altogether tomorrow, right? I guess. I haven't heard that. I don't know. Yet. I don't know. Either way, just as per usual, I thought it was funny because I saw an article from some site that said... Uh, you know, uh, something about Walt Disney World closing. They made it sound like it was like a rare thing. And I'm oh, like, right. Well, it's not really right. that rare. I mean, it happens every couple of years. Oh, well, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Giselle is safe. I think she's back from uh, Florida. Yeah, so uh, maybe she uh, fell asleep and forgot to email. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. It's the time difference. Yeah, yeah, there you go. She must be jet-lagged. All right, so if you guys have... Uh, any uh, thoughts? You guys have any uh, tip of the week, or maybe you have um, uh, you want to let us know what uh, excited you that you heard from D twenty three? All you have to do is email us mousepire at gmail dot com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because? Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Diggs. Buttons by Diggs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Uh, hey, you guys, don't forget, happening at the parks right now, Halloween time. The Halloween time is here in the hot month of September. So you can look forward to that this weekend. You get all the pumpkins up. You have... Uh, Oogie Boogie up. Oogie Boogie is going to be boogieing uh, around uh, DCA. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I love Halloween time in the parks. It's always fun. And, of course, you're going to have all the Halloween uh, treats, all the different type of snacks. And, of course, they'll probably have some food options. That's probably going to be announced tomorrow, So, um, meaning Wednesday. So we'll see uh, all about that. And if it does come up, of course, you will we'll see that on the social media. So I'll post that stuff there. And uh, you can see what uh, all the cool snacks they're going to have and, uh, yeah, things like that. So, of course, we'll talk about that next week if uh, they post something. And, of course, like I said, I will be in the parks on Saturday. And I will go around looking for said snacks. Because it's going to be fat time in the park. I like snacks. Me too. And speaking of Oogie Boogie, don't forget he's having a bash over at DCA. So uh, get your tickets because they're going quick. Right now, as of today, there's only seven nights left to Boogie with the Oogie. And, um, yeah, they're going pretty fast. So if uh, you haven't got your tickets yet, if you want to go, hurry up and get them because you're going to snooze and lose and um, we're going to laugh. Snoozing. (laughs) <laughs> what else is going on in the parks? I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it with the park stuff. Just all the transition over from summer, which is gone, 
to Halloween, which is upon us. The decorations are going up. Stuff is happening. And real quick, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I was in the parks on Saturday, and uh, I did post on social media that Miles and I went on the Pixar Pal around. Yes, I saw the pictures. And uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, that was actually, you know, my first time on the Pal around since it's been called the Pal around. My first time on that, you know, I've been on the Mickey's Fun Wheel. Now I went on as, as Pal around. And then I also realized it was actually our first time going on it together. I've never been on that with Miles, so... Uh, but of course, you know, when, uh, it's busy, you know, they, you have room for six people in there and they always put you in with someone else. And yeah, I don't like that very much, but whatever. It was still cool. And, uh, I guess, uh, you won't go on that. Not again. I went on it once and that was enough. <laughs> it's not that bad. It was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the social medias, uh, will tell you everything. Of course, you can find us on Facebook. We are Mousepire on Twitter at Mousepire and the Instagram at Mousepire. And then, of course, the snappy snap Snapchats on is just Mousepire. And uh, that's all. Uh, tell uh, he. Uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow button by Diggs, by Diggs on Instagram. There you'll see your button order going out, and you can support the Mouse Power Podcast by going to dgpclothing.com, get some Mouse Power gears, get some AP car decals, or you can get your own decals made. Just send me a message and let me know what you're looking for. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash mousefire and help support the podcast. Check out the $3 special. Uh, $3 can go a long way. You can also go over to YouTube and check out the Mouse Power Podcast there. All you have to do is search Mouse Power Podcast, subscribe, and hit the little bell, and you'll be notified as soon as a new episode is uploaded. Also, check out the Mouse Power Podcast on radio.com. You can subscribe there also. Hey, don't forget, you can follow along with Dan's Disney Adventures on Instagram. All you have to do is follow Dan's Disney Adventures. Simple as that. And you can see what he's doing while he's in the parks. And speaking of in the parks, Miles has an Instagram that we are running. It's run by us. You can follow him at Miles Around the Parks. That's a little double meaning there because it's Miles Around the Parks when you're walking with him and he's going here and there and you're just going everywhere he goes. I don't think they would get it in the, in uh, the in uh, Europe. Oh, well, maybe not. It's okay. I don't think anyone from Europe listens to us. <laughs> So yeah, uh, head over to Instagram, follow Miles Around the Parks. You can see his adventures in the parks and all that kind of stuff. I can't wait until to see meters around the parks. <laughs> I don't know anyone named meters. And until next time, remember, magical spells and fictional books are not real. So for Neo, Morpheus, and Trinity, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. I got a bad feeling about this. I believe he's tooling with you, sir. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Hello there.